Welcome to From Nothing to Profit, an entrepreneur's podcast. Aubrey Lauren and I are back today to talk to you about our second in our series of Instagram podcasts. So Aubrey, share with everyone today what we're going to be talking about. We are going to be talking about using Instagram as a tool to find your dream job. Yes. And so uh, we can do it a couple of different ways, but we are planning to start it with an, a personal Instagram, right? So you're yeah. using your personal Instagram to find, keep, develop, get your dream job. Yep. And um, facilitate relationships that can help lead to that dream job as well. Yeah. And so right now, both of us are really honestly working our dream job for this time in our life, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but if you listen to the end of the podcast, we'll be talking about what our dream job was when we were little. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> yeah, a lot different. You know, I one of my kids wanted to be a dinosaur when they grew up. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, dinosaur, or maybe it was a, a dragon, a dinosaur, something like that. Yeah. And so it's not, not quite that off the wall. These are potential possible dream jobs. But yeah, you know, uh, we ha have... Or I have two college-age daughters, and I have two high school sons. And so we've talked a lot about what to do with your social media because, you know, when they were little, we didn't know, we didn't have social media. You know, this started when they were in their elementary years. And so we've, we've made mistakes. We've done different things. But I remember hiring someone. Uh, you know, back when the email, uh, you know, when we first got our emails and their email was booger face. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, so you don't want to do a booger face. Did Instagram. you say you hired them? Well, you know, they were like a high schooler and their email was oh booger face. Gosh. And so we were like, you should probably change your email, you know, when you're yeah. like going to go try to be an architect. And so, you know, that's really, uh, when we were talking about business Instagram, we were talking about, uh, you know, making your Instagram cohesive with what your business is. And so, Aubrey, you had a list that I felt like you made your list really uh, quickly. And then I've kind of followed up afterwards with mine. So do you want to start out with your tips for someone? Yeah. So one of the first things I would recommend is uh, have a message on your social media, like a why. So, you know, also keep in mind, what is that goal? What is the dream job that you're trying to um, get. If you're trying to become a public speaker, then start talking on Instagram and, um, you know, encouraging people. If you're wanting to be motivational or maybe you're wanting to teach on a very specific topic, start using, utilizing Instagram as uh, your audience. But um, yeah, know your message, know your why and uh, have a goal in mind. Yeah. Yeah. So should we just go back and forth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So once you've changed your name, I think you need to put your real name as your Instagram handle okay, or great. a name that, um, really goes with what you want, you mm -hmm. know? So this is, you know, you've changed it from booger three fifty nine to, you know, oh my gosh, <laughs> you did not know we were going to talk about boogers for this. Uh. Did you, <laughs> <laughs> then I think you need to really think about how you want to come across. And so, you know, if you're wanting to be an artist, then I think you can be more like creative and a little bit more edgy. If you're wanting to be in the business world and get a job, you know, one of, I've, I've had a lot of employees over the year. And, and so one of my assistants wanted to wear a pencil skirt to work. 
you know, that was her goal. She wanted to be like, and she did, she ended up working for a business and traveling a lot. And, uh, so for her social media, definitely something that's a little bit more professional, you know? Uh, and so, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, I'm sure you've heard of it, but MySpace, when MySpace first came out, everyone had their own MySpace. And so we made up MySpace for our business. And then later after I had an employee who um, stopped working for me, uh, we went and looked at her MySpace and she had been talking really negatively on her MySpace about her boss. (laughs) which was oh, me I know which was me and it was crazy because we were like I was like well I would have fired her if I would have found that you know at the time and so you really have to be careful who you are on all of your social medias so I know we're talking specifically about Instagram but uh, you know if you post a story that has something in it that is you know um, talking bad about who you're working for at the time then People can screenshot that. Anything you put anywhere can be found and used against you, even if it goes away, right? Absolutely. And on the flip side of that, I have quite a few friends that are young professionals. Um, Some of them are even pretty high up in their companies, and they are just using their first name and maybe their middle name because it's kind of the opposite. You know, they've they've secured the job. They're doing what they love, and now they just want a separate outlet to post when they're out with friends, um, but they don't want to have to worry. So maybe that's you. Maybe you're sitting here and you're like, I got the job. Well, then you want to keep it. Right. And you want to keep it. Mm -hmm. So if you're that person, do not use your last name. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, you can make a list of friends that you, I would be private too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can be private, that type of thing. So yeah, definitely. But mainly what we're, you know, we're, I guess we're talking about it from both directions, but mainly the idea is what, what do you post on an account that people are going to see that you want them to come back to you, uh, and, are, are considering you for a job. They really, what it is, you know, if you think about it, if you're in college and then you're going to go out and do interviews, can someone go back and look at who you've been over the course of time? Yeah. And, you know, and maybe one of the things you do is just take things off. Yeah. Or archive them. That's yeah, an yeah, option. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Archive it until you have your top nine that shows who you are and who you want to be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Okay. What's your next one? Okay, so be authentic. Um, This is hard because social media isn't necessarily based on authenticity, but we're talking about getting a job that, you know, might be your dream job. So you want to show who you are and also becoming the person that you need to be to get that job. But, you know, if you're posting some wild stuff and sending, you know, maybe you're sending one message, but really you're this like, quiet, sweet, you know, person that, um, likes to read a lot. Maybe the library isn't going to hire you from all your wild nights. You know, you just got to really think about what is the job and am I being the person I need to be to get that? And does my Instagram reflect that? So be authentic. Um, I don't recommend the crazy filters. I like filters too, but, um, look how you look because you, don't want to show up to an interview and then be like, this is not the same person. Don't catfish your interviewer because that's a thing too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. We definitely, I definitely know that I've met people at conferences that I'm good friends with on social media and been like, 
oh my goodness, you don't look anything like you are. Yeah. So posting images that show who you are, what you look like. And I think, you know, you can, we can talk about this from a, you know, getting a job, but also from creating the job or the business that you want. So, I mean, a lot of people that we know entrepreneurs are, you know, kind of creating who, you know, creating and curating who they are into their job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know when I first started, um, being on Instagram and having a presence, I remember I would meet people out that had already been following me and they would say, you're not the same person that's on Instagram. Like not because of how I looked, but my personality just didn't match. They thought they would say things like, you know, you're, you're so different than what I expected, or you're more quiet, or you're more this. And it was funny, because I was like, okay, what am I doing that's not as authentic to me? How do I match up who I am in person, but also on my Instagram? Um, So yeah. 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 I know it is tricky because, you know, for, for me, my, my personal Instagram supports the photography studio. Yeah. And so, and it it will support this podcast. Right. And so I think also being authentic with what you're doing, what your job is at the time, but, uh, it's tricky, you know, to know how much to share and how much family and, you know, I don't want to show up without makeup on, you know, which I mean, if I were showing up all the time that way. And so we have talked about like, you know, using a filter if you want to, you know, go on, but you're not, that looks like what you always look like. Yes. You know, doing that type of thing. That's kind of a trick, finding Mm -hmm. a filter that still looks like you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, uh, (laughs) so my next one is, maybe not being quite as authentic. Back to the MySpace days, we found images uh, where there were like dancing around in the thong, you know, with with our salespeople. And I was like, oh, no. oh my goodness, oh my goodness, you know, and that was, of course, at the very beginning. But I definitely think for, um, you know, for the young people that are in my life and that I'm helping and coaching, because I've had a lot of young people be like, I want to do this job, this creative job, or I want to do this. And you know, not everyone needs to keep their cheeks covered. Some people <laughs> are posting. Okay, them. okay. <laughs> Guys, last night, I definitely posted a reel and I am walking. I am in a swimsuit. It's not that revealing, but it's like one of the cheeky swimsuits and it's just my backside walking through like... Anyway, this was one of her points and we had to giggle at it this morning when we realized I just posted my backside. So Uh, yes, it depends on what your brand is, right? And so if you're trying to uh, become a uh, an artist or, you know, become a, a a coach or that type of thing, I think you have to know what you're doing. And so for yours, it was a lifestyle image, right? It was that, you know, it was a lifestyle moment. And so not super sexy. Truly not. But, uh, you know, don't post things that are, um, and this might be bleeding into your next, uh, your next point, but don't post things that you aren't, aren't consistent with who you are. You want to be consistent, but you also want to be careful and keep things covered. (laughs) Yeah. Which is my next point. Don't post anything you could regret. Uh, just recently I, um, was talking to a friend who's has the backlash of this. Uh, he actually had posted some things in high school and really? it came back to bite him in the butt. 
And so speaking he, of behinds, yeah, he he didn't lose out on the job, but they showed him the images because this company does a lot of high profile um, jobs, and they were like, "This has to go. All of this has to be archived." Um, another thing I would say is, don't post your political views on social media. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah, and that was one of the things they were specifically talking about to him. They they were like, "You know, you're not going to lose this job over it." but we can't hire you until you take this. And they had a list of posts he had to archive because of strong political preferences. And the reality is everyone has their own view and their own opinion, but you know, we have to keep our businesses going. We can't just serve one side politically. That's just not realistic. Unless that's your ideal job. Right. If your right. ideal job is to campaign for some, some certain political sure. side, then post away. But you have to think that there are certain generations, right? So if you're, um, if you're, certain generations are going to think it's fantastic if you're, you know, very political and certain people are going to think it's terrible, you know, and so you kind of have to think through what you're posting and who's going to see it and how yes. their reaction is for sure. But yeah. being neutral and not saying anything, that. That's just never hurt anyone in the majority of jobs. Now, I get it if you're in politics or you're in an an industry where you have to take a stance. But if you're doing something like we are, it's it's just not going to benefit you. There's just no point. So um, don't post something that could come back around. Don't um, I don't recommend posting yourself with alcohol. Again, different generations have different views. And this is a hard one. I went through a little bit of a phase where I really enjoyed going out, spending time, um, you know, having some drinks with friends. And it was taboo for me. Uh, Like, do I post? Can I post this? You know, doing cheers with friends. Ultimately, I've decided not to post those kind of nights, Um, you know, maybe wine or something casual. But I'm not about going out and partying anymore. Like that's just not the message I'm trying to send. And I don't think it affects um, or it represents our brand as a whole. Well, Uh, yeah. So um, absolutely. I think that's smart. And I think you have to just learn through it and learn what works for you. Absolutely. So my next one in the top five tips for keeping a job, getting your dream job is to be consistent. And we talked about this a lot in business. And we talked at the very end of our business for Instagram podcast, we talked about not letting things hurt your feeling. And it's even harder when it's your personal Instagram. But when it's your personal Instagram that you are kind of using to show who you are, to show what you do, to show your potential to either Uh, grow your own business or to get a job with someone consistency and just showing up on a consistent basis even if it's just once a week you know and maybe a couple times a week on your stories is something that if someone's following you they're going to get a really good idea of who you are and they're going to trust you that you're going to be there I know that sounds funny but I think that there is a bit of trust you know if you if you go and look and someone hasn't posted for a year you're like what are they doing? This is, I don't even know, you know, who is this person that, or they've dropped off the planet. And so I think even a month, which I've found myself, it's happened, you know, it's so easy for it just to get away. Because once you stop, then it's hard to be in in the, 
uh, get used to it. But if you can kind of consistently go, these are the stories that I want to tell about myself, you know, then, then I think, uh, you can consistently post something about that story. So for example, one of my daughters, uh, wants to be a social worker, but she also really loves like animals and maybe possibly doing animal therapy. And so she's been posting herself working on the farm with the horses, you know, walking our dog. Those are part of the story that I think could get her the job down the road that she wants. Yeah, I totally agree. And I know for me, um, in my 20s, it's been a, a time of defining what is that job? You know, I know I'm working it right now. Um, I love what I do every day, but I know this isn't it. You know, I have more things I want to achieve and people I want to help. So once I defined what the dream I was chasing was, it was easy to let go of all of the other things that just weren't applicable to my brand, like posting the alcohol or, um, you know, posting things that might be on the edge of being too sexy. It just is like, this doesn't support the dream. This doesn't support the goal. There's no point in sharing this with the world. So, um, yeah, once you can kind of figure that out and then you can post the wholesome stuff and it tells the story. I think it's just really cool. And yeah. Or your potential clients. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, you don't have to do this. You can use your, your social media to tell any story you want to to tell. But if your goal is for keeping a job that you love or getting a dream job or, uh, getting, creating a business, then, uh, these tips will really help you. Yeah. And so my next tip is to uh, pay attention to the quality of content you're creating. And this really goes out to all of you creatives, anyone that wants anything in the creative world, that kind of industry, maybe even you're a makeup artist, hairstylist, uh, photographer, a photo retoucher, anything like that. The quality of your work matters to your future employer, especially if you're going um, for that job that's like the job. You know, you don't want to just be the intern anymore. You want to land the actual job. Um, You know, figure out lighting. And maybe you, you say to yourself, how do I figure out lighting? Move around your subject actually in a circle until you find the best lighting. So if you're taking a selfie, hold the camera out and rotate all the way in a circle looking at yourself while you're doing it and figure out which angle is best because you will see a difference in light or find a window and face the window or face your product at the window. Work on creating higher quality content. There's no such thing as too high quality of content. So the best content you can create with the best lighting, um, that's, that's going to be great. Yeah. And you know, when you're saying that, uh, sometimes people are embarrassed to take more than one picture. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know this. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Oh my gosh, why are you taking another one? You know, if we hand someone the camera and have them take a picture of us, we often have to say, don't stop clicking until we stop moving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And so we move and we move and we move and we move. So maybe that could be the next step is move, you yeah. know, so, uh, look, move around for the lighting, but also move your body. If you're having someone take a picture of you or you're yes. doing a selfie, but, uh, I, it's not embarrassing to take another picture. It's not no. embarrassing to take. How, how many videos do you take when you do a story? Uh, this morning I did five. Okay. Yeah. There, there you go. So five different videos, but it's, it's kind of both sides, right? Like, so I'm like the person who only wants to take one because I'm 
just tired. Of, you know, uh-huh. I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm just going to do one and it's going to be good enough. That's great. But when you take five, you still need to post one of them. You know, yeah. I mean, I know some people will take five or 10 and never post any of them because they're not good enough. So there's that, that, you know, the balance, right? Yeah. yeah. I know this morning I did like a talking video on Instagram and at the, I kept like looking off to the side and turning my face away from the light. And what was happening was then the light was like filling in one side of my cheek and actually kind of making it look like I had a a double chin and I don't really. So I was like, okay, this is avoidable. This is easy to fix. I can put my chin down, turn my face more into the light and problem solved. So sometimes it takes watching the video that you take if you're in it or looking at the picture and thinking it through um, just logically. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I'm going to change my next one because I, uh, I said be consistent, but I think we've talked about that already and then know who you are. But, um, I think is keep the goal in mind, right? I think that's even more important. If you know what your goal is, if your goal is to show you who you are as a creator, as an artist, as an entrepreneur, or to show who you are to potential, uh, employers, keeping that in mind means that you, that then, then, you know, it's worth it. It's worth yeah. it to take a few, a few videos. It's worth it to reshoot it. It's worth it to plan it in advance and, you know, change your outfit mm-hmm. if you need to. So, yeah. Yeah. Number five. Okay. So, um, this is more about what kind of content to share, but if you're listening and maybe you're like, I never post, how do I, where do I start? Um, I think, starting with a day in the life can be a great place. You know, maybe you spend a lot of time reading and then you go to the coffee shop and then you do content creation or, uh, you know, posting a sequence of all of those things and telling the story of your day. You don't even have to announce it's a day in your life, but um, take an opportunity to try and figure out how to make those moments, those little moments look interesting. And all of a sudden you're going to have a lot more people talking to you about what you're up to and your day. Um, But yeah, tell, tell the story of your day and who you are. Just start small. It doesn't even have to be your face. I see so many pictures of people's coffee cups. And for some reason, I, I could keep looking at them. Like, I'm like, oh, what coffee shop is that? I wonder what their drink is. You know, it's so funny to me. Just the silliest, simple thing can get people thinking. And I'll even ask my friend, oh, did you like that new coffee shop? Did you, you know, where, what drink did you try? So, yeah. And I think people truly are interested in other people. That's what's interesting to them, you know, is, is yeah. looking at what other people do are doing. You, I mean, that's why reality shows work. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's hard because you think, well, my life isn't interesting. You know, you've said it to me so many times. You're like, post what you're doing every day, show where you go and what you're doing. And I'm like, oh, that's boring. It's not interesting. But when I do post it, people come up and talk to me about it all the time. And it's so funny because we work together. We talk so much together clearly, but when Kaya posts something, I find myself like waiting for her next thing. You know, if she's at the soccer game, I'm like, well, did they win? Like I have this anticipation built up about what she's posting (laughs) or, you know, she might be speaking at church. She does that sometimes. And I'm like, well, how did it go? What happened? Yeah. (laughs) What did you talk about? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Which is also, um, just a little tip. I like to think of it in, um, you know, I've mentioned telling a story and a story has a beginning, a middle and an end. One of our good friends, Terry Fodi, had said that to me um, about 
probably, I don't know, two or three years ago Mm -hmm. said that. Mm -hmm. And that revolutionized the way I did my Instagram stories. So I made sure to have three parts to everything I did. So, um, you know, you want people who are anticipating what the end is or what the final outcome was on the score to, you know, be able to follow along truly or else in the future, they're going to be like, well, she's not going to give me the ending. So I don't want to watch this. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's tricky. You really have to think it through. And that's where it comes to, you know, knowing what your goal is and going, okay, I want to share this story that people want to know about. So like for the soccer game, uh, you know, like posting a picture of myself at, at, at the game for the beginning one, and then posting a, a video, if I ever could catch it of them celebrating or making the yeah, goal cute. or that type of thing. And then posting the boys at the end when they're all sweaty, if, if they won, <laughs> if they don't win the story ends, <laughs> we're not, we're not saying that we didn't win. So now that your Instagram looks the part, how are you going to land the job through social media? So uh, this is kind of fun because I can kind of tell my own personal story. Um, in the past couple of years, I've really been on this like, I want to teach people, I want to help people kind of kick. And one of the things that I've wanted to do is start speaking and I used Instagram to land speaking opportunities. And the way I did it was by following these different accounts and um, seeing who else mutually followed them. So we have a connection of somebody that um, also was mutually following the, the people I wanted to speak for. And so I reached out to anyone I could that was a mutual connection and said, Hey, if you have any opportunities or you know of anyone, and I did this all on Instagram one, I think it, it just is more casual. It's a little less pressure than calling or texting them, which I wanted. I didn't want them to feel super obligated to help me out or anything, but two, it made it really just easy for them to respond. Um, so then I started messaging directly the people I wanted to speak for too and just sending them my info saying that it's something I really want to do and I had so many people respond back and be like wow your account looks great so or your account's this or we enjoy what you're posting or things like that I was really surprised so people are paying attention to our accounts and I think you know just taking the opportunity to put yourself out there message your potential employers or whatever it is, you know, maybe you want to work for a photography studio, take the opportunity to put yourself out there and message them and use any mutual connections you have um, and ask for advice from the mutual connections. Yeah. You know, you think about how it used to be, you would go in to the potential job or go into who you're wanting to sell to and you would uh, take a portfolio. Yeah. Right. And so now this is essentially contacting someone and immediately they can go and look at your portfolio. Right. Of your life and who you are. Yeah. And exactly why it's so important to have your Instagram on point. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've had a lot of people, you know, message me and say, oh, I'm interested in uh, working for you or I'm interested in being a photographer, you know. And so the first thing I do is I go back and look at their social media and I get a, a clear idea of who they are or who 
who they're allowing themselves to be portrayed as. Yeah. You know, and so that helps me to know how they would allow my business to be portrayed too, you know? That's so good. Yeah. So if you are curating and carefully taking care of who you, you know, your own personal brand, you have one, whether you want to or not really, Yeah. then uh, that shows potential employers or potential people that would hire you for things. uh, What your, you know, the, the value just, you know, really thinking of excellence. If you're going to show who you are with excellence, then you're going to do anything with excellence, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to, raise the value of what you're worth to that uh, potential employer too. So you want to be as valuable as possible. You want to make as much as possible. So yeah, look that part. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting because I, you know, we've talked about the different Instagrams that we have and we have two for the studio. We have one for this podcast. We have each have our own personal Instagrams, but then I have one for this little embroidery account, right? That I, you know, like to post uh, the projects on and I and I follow a lot of like embroiders that have like, you know, 50, a hundred thousand followers. They're really big accounts. Right. And they do, they, you know, they sell their pieces or they sell courses and they're, they're making their living with it. And I really thought that when I started posting my stuff, that it was going to look that good. And I was, you know, taking the pictures of the pieces with my phone and I, and I was just kind of editing them. However, and I realized that what they're doing isn't as easy as it looks. Uh. You know, what we do for our, um, for our business, social media, and for even for our personal takes time. We, we do everything on a professional camera. You know, we're really, uh, taking, you know, we're going that extra step. And, you know, if you really want to take something to that extra step, then it, it, you, you don't post everything. You don't just, you, you have to, uh, really curate it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, when you're thinking about, you don't necessarily have to be the perfect high end business, you know, but you know, where, where can you take your own personal Instagram to tell the story that you want to tell? Yeah, for sure. I know it's hard to take that step out um, and message that account or message somebody oh, yeah, that, that's right. yeah. that you want to potentially work for, work with, um, but do it. If it's truly your dream, chase it. You know, you can't hold back on that. Um, this is the time of your life, rather you're 50 or you're 25 it's so important that you step out because nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to happen if you don't take the step of boldness. Well, and two, there used to be so many layers to get to the person that was making that decision. Yeah. Quite often right now, because of how social media is, you're going to get to the person who's making the decision or close to them with one message. That's, that's huge. The layers have collapsed. And so I think that they're going to build back up in the future because people are realizing, wait a second, I don't want to be this easy to contact. But for now, that is, it, it's really easy to connect to the right people. For sure. And um, that's such a great point because you have this ability yeah. to, uh, you know, message someone, ask, ask the person who maybe is directly hiring. You know, you can Google a business and figure out who the different people are that run it. And I've even had people at the studio message me and be like, how do I get hired on? Um, you know, message me directly trying to figure out what they need to do or what they need to change to have an opportunity. So, um, you know, 
do your research, be the detective and figure out it. If it's truly the dream, make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are so excited to share this with you guys uh, about how to get your dream job or keep your dream job, create your dream business. And so uh, we want to share with you about our childhood dream jobs. So we were talking about this beforehand. And um, so Aubrey, I I love yours. (laughs) When you were a kid, what did you think you were going to be when you grew up? So I thought I was going to be a politician. So yeah, I have, we have politicians in the family and I I have a lot of passion. So that's yeah. what I thought I was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you did a lot of research, right? You read about politics and you yeah. educated yourself oh, man. in it. I spent so much time. I remember one Christmas, I think I was turning 15, my, my birthday's right after Christmas. So I was 14 at the time. And my entire Christmas list was books written by different politicians. And um, I won't mention what they were, but it's kind of funny looking back at some of these books that I had chosen. And I remember my dad coming to me and being like, well, sweetie, what else do you want? All I see on here are books, you know, him being like just kind of flabbergasted, like you're a 14 year old girl and all you put down are poli sci books. Um, But I just, I wanted to know as much about it as I could and understand it. Yeah. So would you want to share your, like, your favorite politician or even someone in history that you really look up to? This is funny. I used to be a huge Sarah Palin fan. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Yeah, but she has it together. She's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah, she has it together. She's sharp. Well, I mean, she looks like she has it together. Yes. But you know what? She has also been through a lot Mm -hmm. and I think that really resonated with me um you know some of you guys may know my story more than others but my life growing up wasn't just this easy walk in the park um nothing was handed to me ever Mm -hmm. I've worked for every single thing I have and Sarah Palin's like that too so I just I thought she was so admirable and um yeah She was my favorite back in the day. Oh, that's really fun. So uh, I wanted to be uh, a horse trainer. And so my cousin and I played together all the time. And we had all these little briar horse miniatures. And we wrote a story and we had the plan. We were going to live in a barn, half barn, half house. Okay. And it was going to be called Heavenly Horse Haven. <laughs> and so our brand was Triple H. <laughs> I know. I do love horses and I haven't really had them as an adult, but my parents have horses and I love to ride. But yeah, that was, that was my plan. That's cute. Yeah. Okay. So if you had to change careers now, okay, totally different industry or, or maybe not, what would it be? For me, I do love interior design. So I think I would like to know more about that, you know? So uh, for me, my, you know, my personality is I like to like really research things. And so that's probably my favorite is like interior design, homemaking, which I know that's, I, that's not what I really do, but I do like learning about it and the history of it. And my family had a furniture store growing up. So yeah, Yeah, I know a lot about carpet kinds. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So for me, uh, I think I would be some type of stylist, but not, don't think like hair stylist, more like a let's transform your whole look from top to bottom kind of thing. Like I want to analyze somebody's hair, face, 
tones, you know, the tone of makeup they're wearing, the tone of their hair, is that really the most flattering tone for your skin tone? Um, you know, a little Botox can go a long way. <laughs> we were just talking about this. I looked at Kai and I was like, should I, should I get some Botox? Should I get an eye lift? And she just like laughs and is like, I don't want to talk about this right now. Why are we talking about this right now? But in reality, um, I love like looking at people and thinking about how to maximize their potential. Yeah. Not looking at people and judging them. No, that's not at all what it is. The reality is I truly see beauty in every person. Um, but I want to maximize every person. Mm -hmm. That's part of my personality. Maximize everything I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very fun. We would love to know your dream job as a child or what you, what, yeah. yeah, yeah. What you're going for. If you're going for a certain job, we'd love to know that too. So, uh, yeah, DM us, let us know. And we do, uh, we know that on podcasts, if you subscribe, if you like comment, give us a five-star rating. I'm such a, such a wimp. I'm like, please do not give us any rating. That's not, but I know that, you know, people will do everything, but yeah, go <laughs> and, uh, give us a rating. Just can, you know, communicate with what we're doing we would love to hear that and let oh, us yeah. know what else you guys want to know yeah we'd love to chat so have a good week yeah and we have actually one more instagram uh series that we're going to be doing yeah so watch for that that's coming up next and yes have a good week